Welcome, everybody. It is March Elden Ring, 2020 Elden Ring, and I am uh, Derek Elden Ring. Welcome to Stop Skeletons from Elden Ring. How's everybody doing? I've been playing a lot of Elden Ring. I'm just kidding. It's March 7th, 2022. This is Stop Skeletons of Podcasting. I was, I was, I, Grace, I did not tell Grace I was going to do this bit. She's staring at me horrified. And I'm Horizon Zero Dawn 2, <laughs> the one everyone forgets about. <laughs> You know, it's the it's one who like keeps releasing right when a transcendent open mm-hmm. world game also gets released at the same time. And Hello. It, and the thing is, it's like how unfortunate that is, is like the game is not called Horizon Zero Dawn. What's it called? It's Horizon. More, I forget. But more Hor- Dawn. This, the series ever. is called Horizon. But yeah, the first game Forbidden was called Zero West. Dawn. Forbidden West. Thank you. Yeah. It's not called Zero Dawn still. No, Zero Dawn was the subtitle of the first game. I thought this, the series is called Horizon. But this kind of, unfortunately, and this oh. is like no shit. And you beat that game for, for the record. Yeah. So I, even I'm the, I'm the weird one. He's like defending it. No shade to that game because they, they they both appear to be quite, you know, good or fine. Um, yeah. Kind of get this general consensus that the first game has a little better story. But at any rate, uh, yeah, coming out a week before Breath of the Wild and then a week before Elden Ring. Tough, tough break, guys. Yeah, I feel bad for them, though they did sell, a, you know, like they don't really report digital sales yet or we haven't really figured out a way to track them. Yeah. But the UK physical charts had it being the number one best selling game for the week it was out before Elden Ring. So well, at least there's that. <laughs> I do think that like, yo, there are not there's not a whole lot going on on PS5 and that's a PS5, well, not a PS5, PS5 exclusive, really. But like if you got a PS5 and you're, you know, one is something fresh and hot and like. Mm-hmm you know, face-meltingly good-looking graphics and stuff like that. This is the game. So I think a lot of PS5 owners, like, absolutely scooped it up and, you know, good for Gorilla. I'm glad that they've, you know, the Kill Zone games just never really, I don't think they ever really quite caught on like they or Sony really wanted them to. But the Horizon games are doing doing great. Mm-hmm. So that's that's good. Yeah. And, it's, and also, I'm always just happy to see that Ashley Birch is still getting the paychecks. Right. When she's when she's not being in every damn cartoon that I watch. <laughs> it's also funny because Aloy Alloy is always like whenever PlayStation, you know how like there's like Women's Appreciation Day. And on that day, every single like corporation will put like women on stuff. Yeah. And um, for Sony, like a- a- Alloy is like the mm-hmm. <laughs> not she's not the only woman, of course, because they actually do have a lot of representation. But she just front, she's always in the center of the girl band. Like I she mean, is the red Power Ranger of yeah. <laughs> like you know women in Sony franchises. There was so. a really good fan art after God of War came out, um, which was also like Sony's big big hit game that year. But it was like uh, Alloy was teaching boy how to you know shoot an arrow <laughs> and then kratos just standing behind both boy. of them with arm crossed smiling yeah which is very wholesome and That's cute, very cute. It was like, yeah congratulations sony you've got some decent exclusives <laughs> uh but uh listen we just gotta talk about it yeah um elden, El- elden, elden, elden El- 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 listen elden ring it's like dark souls but real fucking big it's the crash bandicoot of dark souls it's uh <laughs> It's the breath of the wild of Dark Souls. Yeah, yeah, can we can we reverse this Dark Souls thing? Can we finally be like, yeah, this is the Napster of Dark Souls. Um, but I, I we have to, I, I wanted to talk about it right up front because uh, we have a we have a this is the latest breaking podcast. Everybody comes to us for the breaking news mm-hmm. because I think it's about two podcasts in a row. Um, we've just been hanging out and doing stuff before huge news broke. And uh, last time I was the the Activision uh blizzard uh xbox purchase 
And then last episode, we were like, I don't know, this Elden Rings looks pretty cool, but is this the moment that Stromasoft <laughs> is going to collapse? And I think like the day after that, all the reviews came up and it was like, yo, this is ten, this is a game yeah, of the year just contender. Kidding. And I was like, no, probably not. Well, we, okay. Probably not going to be the time the FromSoft falls. In my defense, we are definitely hitting a mass saturation point, in my opinion. And the only reason I'm saying that is because I'm seeing so many posts of people just being annoyed at all of the messages that other people have left yes. in the game yes and i i think that it's just purely because like m- the memers are here like it's like people we've gotten to the point where people outside of the dark souls franchise who maybe didn't care about it are mm-hmm. now everyone's coming in hot at the beginning of the the newest one and so yeah and there's just like here's a hidden door here and it's like <laughs> butthole but yeah if uh, only if only i had butthole. rump butthole you know like yeah, yeah, yeah. um that kind of sucks you really you really cannot like the only thing you can trust is if you see a whole lot of blood stains you're like okay some something there's death happening really close to here but there's been a lot of times they're like someone's like be wary of right and then i get hit on the left you know stuff like that that is very rude and or just like useless comments but still outside of that um man this game is just like it's just dark souls but it's really big there's just so damn much to it i am Uh, so excited for the next AGDQ to come around so someone can like I can just sit down and someone can explain how to play this game to me. <laughs> Dude, I, I can't wait till I yeah, well first off I'm gonna have to beat the game so I don't yeah. no spoilers. Uh but I I predict that horse tech is gonna be how you break this game. Mm-hmm. Because when you when you uh blow the whistle to like summon your horse, uh you are invincible during that animation. Also when you jump off your horse, you're invincible during the animation. You have iframes. Well, but and they also, block the horse in a lot of places. Well, right, but you can double jump with the horse and yeah. you can run with the horse. And so I would imagine that like, yeah, you can probably find a way to like get into Stormvale Castle while still riding the horse, and then you can just double jump off. I imagine that is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But also, uh the game kind of tells you, hey, you see that that big ass castle over there? On the cliff, that's where you're going. And that's Stormvale Castle. And I've been kind of going through there. And it's kind of... It, the, the, the game is hard. Spoilers. But I got this feeling that, like... Am I, like, way underleveled? Because even to get to that place, I had to, like, run past this big troll that's, like, super strong. So, actually, like, I just... Pieced out and went south to, like, this, like, little island that's shaped like Australia. And I've been, like, just, like, you know, chilling around there. And I got the sense that I went to that castle way too early... And I've been kind of, I found another castle I'm thinking I should go back to. But I actually started going back and finding some old bosses that were like littered around uh, the kind of starting area. Finally, a game that has enough castles for everyone. Well, that's the thing. Castles on castles. It's like, there's this one castle seems like it kind of sucks. So I went to another castle. And that's the, that's honestly like the great thing about the game. I don't know if it's really a knock against it. Uh, I was like, this place kind of sucks. I'm going to go someplace else. And I did. And it's been great. Actually, shout out to the our Discord, which yeah. has a little Elden Ring channel, which has been helping Derek out a lot. I need to post. I, I, yeah. For the first, like, uh, you know, I was posting and talking about them because I was in that castle. And that's where I was like, I'm just going to leave. I need to jump back in that Discord. You're and, like, and I'm just, let I just know what's going sassy. on. I'm just going to leave. <laughs> like, whatever. I technically, I think I got to the boss <laughs> I'm or just the so first crazy major right boss. Now. Yeah. But I was like, I'm not sassy enough for this boss. Mm-hmm. So I just like left. <laughs> Gotta level up your ashes or something. I don't play this game. Mm-hmm. I, by the way, you I just watch- I just watched Derek play it. 
Um, You've been playing Dead Darkest Dungeon. Yeah. Weirdly enough, you got super into that. Yeah, the the Dark Souls of dungeons <laughs> the darkest of dark souls of like turn-based roguelikes i guess yeah i've been into that it's been pretty fun i actually might be about tired of it i think i'm hitting like the mid-game point of it where i'm like too over leveled for the easy missions but not leveled enough for the hard missions. yeah you went into a red dungeon right and it just oh yeah i lost you. <laughs> this one character i've been just like carefully protecting and leveling up they just immediately died and it was like Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Horizon Darkest Dungeon, people are saying. Yeah. There you go. It's for real. Uh, so that, I mean, I've it's Dark Souls that game, in that, but... like, it's sort of like hard, dark, like, fantasy. I guess it's so. I mean, certainly, like, not a, a, a dapper, chipper game. It's, it's definitely a If you a are a fan of Bloodborne, it's definitely like a Bloodborne level of, you know, we love our Lovecraftian elder elder god mm-hmm. style horror, you know. And, like, the, the big mechanic of your dungeon crawling. And things can happen to you, and you get poisoned, you get hit. You, mm-hmm. you can your your character gets stressed out. It's like yeah. a whole, you know. You, of course, you have to watch your. Health. It's kind of like it's like it's sanity like, checks. Yeah, and, it's like sanity or like yeah. your endurance kind of thing, and that's like a that's that's I think that's probably the most interesting kind of if you could you could put a pin in the one thing that really makes that game interesting mm-hmm. is the like yeah it's stress or sanity level. Speaking of stress or sanity level, I've gotten to the point in that game where I'm I'm tempted to have like a to write out a chart so I can remember different yeah. things, and that's when I know like, this is too much game. Really? For me. Yeah. <laughs> I just I'm like, ooh, I think I'm gonna watch Real Housewives instead. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> like, that, I don't know. This is not what I need right I now. I mean, that really is like <laughs> that. That that's really crossing the Rubicon. Just it's like you have to decide. Well, that's why. I All stopped. right. Am I, I going to have a damn journal for this game or not? That's why I stopped playing Final Fantasy Tactics, actually, because I got to the point where I felt like I needed <laughs> to take notes. I was like, no. Yeah, you were. Lo- you, you, you got <laughs> no, to the no, point no. where you were like, I feel like for that game, though, you're like looking up game facts and you were looking up tutorials and guides. Well, that's what I started doing last night for Darkest Dungeon. Ooh. Mm. Is that like your, too much. your like early throws into... Is, is that like not quite the red flag moment? If I'm going to get obsessed about a game, I want it in that sense like it kind of needs to be transcendent for me to to get like that you know usually mm-hmm. i mean this isn't kingdom hearts but what is great <laughs> what really is it's definitely not kingdom hearts because kingdom hearts had a journal where you could put puppies in so mm-hmm. um and you know what i'll say this about elden ring is uh it does not have a journal However, you do have the map and you can put a whole bunch of uh, icons down and stuff. Actually, markers. what's really fun on the con- conversation of Elden Ring journals, I've seen yeah. a lot of people talk about how they, they have journals to keep track of like boss que- like quests and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And it's so hilarious to me because it's a, like all these kind of like gamer dudes discovered bullet journaling, which like took over my Instagram in like 2012. <laughs> you, bought <laughs> like, one. you bought one and then you I bought bu- I bought a bullet journal. And you were down with it I for a good markers. six or so months. Yeah. It's it's like too much. It's way, mm-hmm. again if if I have to make charts and things, no, see, it better I'm, be something I really I'm care from about. Like the old school and it's not even cool old school. It's like I'm old and shit sucked back then. Where like there wasn't internet and so you would and there wasn't internet and if you didn't have that issue of Nintendo power uh, you had to make maps yourself. Right. You had to like take notes. Um, I Actually, remember- there is there are a bunch of like old games that we have that have 
things stapled to the yep. back of the yeah. <laughs> the manual that are just graph paper stapled. Or like to when it. we I was streaming uh, Parasite Eve a couple years ago, and I was going through the uh, the randomly generated uh, Chrysler building levels. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like ten kind of different, you know, like plus sign L shaped uh, uh, symbol corridors, and it's randomly generated. I had to get a blank piece of paper and like tra- chart my way. So I could I could backtrack and find things and uh, I think that's kind of fun. However, it is a level of dedication, you know. It's like if I'm gonna dedi- dedicate to a game like that, it's I feel like for me that's a once in a decade level of game. That if wow, it's just really? ca- if it's caught me that much, yeah. Now that I'm thirty. Like no, I don't Which got is time. So old, You're so so old. Like now. honestly, something like that, it's gonna push me back into like <laughs> into the breach or something like that. <laughs> you love that game. I man. love that game, but and have I put ninety hours into that game? Yes. Yeah. And it's like for me, but you I didn't would... have any notebooks out. I don't recall you having no. like notes and stuff. Exactly, it's like the perfect level mm. of strategy game. It's for a, me. it really it's like that. Um, I, I I think it's similar to like why fighting games are all difficult to get into because it's like at the end of the day i just kind of want to play a game and not have to think that much about it mm-hmm. i kind of want to kind of go on autopilot but if you're learning a new fighting game it's like no you got to learn the buttons you got to learn uh the timing and the, uh, the combos and all the stuff uh and i sometimes just don't have the patience for that but i'm getting into Elden rings and i'm i don't i don't feel like i need to get into the journal so much but i've definitely gotten into I have my own method for putting markers down. Yeah. And what this is an NPC. This is a place where a lot of flowers bloom. This is uh, where it looks like a boss is going to be here or something is happening. Um, I think a lot of the NPC stuff, though, people maybe get a, they get excited about it. And they should because it's like NPC quests. If you you only get one chance to do those quests and then you got to start the whole game over. Right. Yeah. And um, that's not actually it sounds like such a daunting and terrible thing. But like I heard a sense that like if I had to start Elden Ring over again, I would know immediately where I would go first and get items and buff up my Estus flasks and stuff like that. Uh, and which bosses I would worry about first. And I, I could even though I put like 30 hours into it now, but I could absolutely get to where I am mm-hmm. half that time third yeah, of that time for sure uh and so if- you're you're also never you've never been a big lore person in these games you're always like yeah this person said something and they laughed i'll remember what yeah. they said gonna oh there was <laughs> somebody i did come across an npc and in the in the chat uh, uh on 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 discord people were saying like maybe this person actually like steals your 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 runes which is which are your souls like when you die you drop your souls and you go and get them they might be less because that guy's around stealing them. Uh, but like, at least in the chat, I'm not sure. Sh- we didn't know at the time when I was doing this about a week ago, uh, the chat didn't know. I didn't really want to look it up, but um, I was like, if that's true, I don't know if that's true, but this guy's already given me vibes that he's, he's, he's already sus as the kids are saying. Uh, so I marked that dude, marked him. Wow. That's that's a difficult thing about these Souls games that there's always like certain characters that do bad things and you probably should kill. But I am so much in this little Stardew Valley. I want to date everyone mindset. Yeah, there is a game I would get a chart out for, actually. Like, that's probably one of the last games I made a journal for because I needed to memorize what everyone's likes were. Oh, okay. (laughs) Got to maximize my friend stats. I want to date. I Yeah. And yeah, I did date everyone. And yeah, I did get that one cutscene, And did it make me feel guilty? What is the cutscene? Kind of. Where like somebody's like walks in on you and you're like you Spoiler- okay spoilers for Stardew Valley 
A game that never actually now. ends. Never, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, skip forward 60 seconds if you don't want to hear it. <laughs> or just mute yourself if you don't want to hear it. I'm sorry. But so okay. if you date everybody in, in Stardew Valley or, or all the people you can date, what happens is you like have a date for Valentine's Day or something and everyone goes to the date Uh-oh. and then everyone's in the same room and they're like, I'm waiting for cutie butt. No, I'm waiting for cutie. Sorry, cutie butt's my name. I'm waiting for cutie butt. <laughs> and then everyone finds out and I think everyone like gets really mad at you. And, it's, and the, suddenly you're dating no it's one. Fine. Yeah, I think once I got to that point, I was like, yep, I finished the game. <laughs> this was the, yeah. this was what all I wanted to do. <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to be dumped by everybody that I was dating. I was dating everyone. <laughs> Yeah, and then I and then I moved on to something. And else. then you booted up Saints Row Four and just walked around the <laughs> ship and had sex with everyone. You know, I might have. But yo, this Elden Ring is good. Um, uh, I feel like the discussion about like I, I was I, I said on Twitter I was worried about like you know people talking about the easy mode and accessibility and stuff. I feel like when Sekiro came out, that was like a really like hot button issue for it's, it. Just goes in cycles. I don't know that it's as big of an issue for this game, or if I'm just like not so in tune with it um but I feel also like people are kind of memeing on it a little bit i had problems with this one boss yeah. um because actually turns out i was probably way too early but it was the boss in front of the uh the castle um and i've been using this magic to summon a gang of just like five dudes uh and they're not like very strong or anything but they just they got torches and pitchforks and they can overwhelm and kind of like you know, be a good distraction for a lot of enemies and bosses. And they were just my reliable go-to guys. Um, but that I, I was not getting any any uh, uh, any kind of progress on this boss. There's also a guy right in front of the boss gate that I could summon. I was summoning that dude. He wasn't really helping much. So I was like, gotta switch up the strategy. Gotta, gotta switch up the strategy now. Right before that, I was talking to this lady and she was like, hey, go to the castle and give the king a thing or whatever. Also, yo, here's a jellyfish you can summon. And I was like... <laughs> jellyfish get out of here i summoned that jellyfish on that boss like my 10th my attempt but first attempt with the jellyfish first try jellyfish op I'm is saying, jellyfish gonna be like your buddy for the rest of the game it's it has been but i feel like i may i may be reaching a point now where jellyfish ain't it but i do know that there is a way to up upgrade and level up your uh your summons mm-hmm. i don't have that yet so, but I would be dumping that shit into my jellyfish. I feel like the other, the most important thing we haven't mentioned yet about Elden Ring was how you received your copy, how you got your copy. Oh, so there's a local joint. Uh, I, you know, we talked about it last time on the podcast. Like I wanted to have a physical um, and I decided I wanted to get Xbox because our PS4. Xbox uh, One. Xbox, Xbox One S. Yes. Uh, not compatible with the Connect, unfortunately. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, our our PS4 like has problems with the uh, e- the eject button, just like is pressed forever. Uh, so it has trouble actually keeping discs in it. Uh, so I got myself an Xbox copy, and I called a local place and was like, "Hey, can I get a, you know, a, a gonna reserve one copy for me?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure." Pre-order. We broke our pre-ordering rule. Is the one? Yeah. Well, I felt like this was gonna be. The reviews came out and the game looked good. I was confident this is one pre-order that was going to be good. And I also pre-ordered it like the day before. I didn't pre-order like eight months ahead of time kind of thing. So I go there and they have like sort of a midnight launch. Like, hey, be here at nine. We'll give it to you, you know, three hours early. And I get there and um, 
they're like, okay, we need uh, PS5 on this side and PS4 over here. And I was like, I have Xbox. And they go, oh, you're the Xbox guy. So <laughs> you and PS4 over here, <laughs> PS5 over here. <laughs> and I was the sole, the sole Xbox guy. <laughs> but also, you know what? Take this, Sony. I, my Xbox One copy is also going to be an Xbox Series S X when I get one of those. But jokes on you, the PlayStation Four copy on a PlayStation Five is apparently the best yeah. version. Yeah. <laughs> or like, wait, can't you run PS Five games in PS Four mode? <sighs> I don't know, Jerry. I, I, I believe know. I've seen that on a d- digital uh, foundry video. Um, but yes, did, did we not pre-order Resident Evil Village? <sighs> we might have just bought it day one. Yeah, I don't remember. I know. I I think I pre-ordered Resident Evil 2 Remake. I think I got Resident Evil 2 Remake and the Onimusha HD, like, same day. I pre-ordered Sekiro for Derek way a while ago. And that was just because I'm like, I I really, I'm excited. It was around my birthday. Yeah, yeah. it was around your birthday. And also, Derek usually doesn't buy new games when they come out. Um, You wanted me to be a part of the conversation. Yeah, I just wanted you to be. To be able to like chat about it with all we your have friends, a, we, and because of that, we have a steel case uh, copy of Sekiro. We didn't sell that. N- no. Okay. No. I'd be fine with parting with that. Yeah, I don't. I didn't really like that game. I don't know. It's okay. You know, I you think don't have was, to like every, it, Derek. You don't have to like every game. I was thinking about no. I think one time I was selling some stuff, and it's like, oh, Sekiro is like a nickel. So I was like, I, I guess I'll just keep it. Uh, <laughs> it was that like makes sense. it was just like not worth the effort to put it on eBay or like. T- Trudge down to the you know the local uh, game shops and get rid of stuff. Um, but yeah, so we've had I've had a lot of fun watching you play Elden Ring. Um, just because basically the the Xbox is the Derek box right now. Well, but also the Xbox is also the darkest dungeon box. It's so too bad. To... It's our primary console, so actually it has <laughs> mm. created a bit of conflict, but it's fine. I would. I, say I started that, like... playing Chicory on Switch. Oh yeah. Speaking of games that don't make you create charts mm-hmm. <laughs> that this this is very much one like also the, talk about the exact opposite of darkest dungeon yeah well the, this whole game is actually it's like so nice and it's just like yeah if you want to do combat just turn on the combat switch if you don't just turn off no i just problem. think it's neat yeah it's totally just like a whatever whatever you want it's all good kind of game and that that's nice i i finally i i went against the first boss the other night mm-hmm. and i was just like shocked that there there's was a, combat a at all yeah, yeah that there was a boss it was <laughs> kind of freaked me out but it felt a little bit like i had infinite health like i don't know <laughs> like the the game is all like so doesn't care about that that it's not clear to me that you can die oh so it just kind of would like the screen would just kind of like do a boop and then boop, you're back and so oh so there's a real it, easy there's there's death but there's no real yeah it was uh penalty just it was like, basically like start the match by match. the way you died so oh. you can feel bad about it if you want otherwise we didn't uh make we're not gonna make you restart this boss fight just go nuts <laughs> at what point did mario games start saying too bad when you died like they just kind of like it's it's kind of cute it's very nice of them to you know not be like have the dog they, they it's it's a long walk from the dog and duck hunt laughing at you to modern Mario games just saying, oh, too bad. Well, actually, that's kind of a constant source of friction in our Elden Ring's relationship because every time you die, it says, you died. No. And I'm just like, no, it, you died. Yeah, it says you died. And you're like, huh? Oh, you died. I'm like, thank you. Thank you, Grant. <laughs> you always and get you're like, so and mad. You're like, what? I'm like, I, 
I thought the fun part was dying. You do it all the time. I thought that's what you liked about this game. No, <laughs> I like I do. like not dying. Die, die, die. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had a friend in college who used to bother another friend in college. Like he'd be playing Halo and then when he would die, he'd just be like, Who died? And it would just irritate the shit out of my friend. <laughs> um Oh, you know what? We jumped so quickly into all the Elden Ring and Darkest Dungeon and the games we've been playing. We actually have some, uh, some, sh- some, some, some shop talk to talk. Yeah. Some Patreon, uh, community updates, I suppose. Yeah. So, um, the before we talk about, I, I guess there's probably oh there is some Zebo video stuff to talk about, but before we talk about that, mm-hmm. we recently had a poll in the Patreon where patrons could vote on the next punching weight slash delisted i guess like specifically a doom related one yeah basically we were sitting there you know we finished the zebo video and we're like okay well shit what next and we were uh thinking about it and we were like it's been a while since we've done a doom video and we started thinking about like oh there's actually like man like three we, we start to get itchy there's like too many doom videos which one we do first and we're like we'll have a poll yeah and um, so um, that poll is actually still open. If you haven't voted on it yet, you still can. Oh, 10 days left on it. Wow. Yeah. I, I made it like a two week long poll just for fun because <laughs> we're probably not going to start on it for another two weeks anyway. So why not? But uh, at the moment, the the vid, the one that is winning is actually a delisted on different id software related uh, phone games that we have right now. So that would be on the Doom 3. Wait, yeah. Doom 3. Uh, Doom RP- 2 RPG or wait Doom RPG 2 yeah Doom RPG 2 yeah technically because it's not a Doom 2 RPG it's a Doom yeah anyway <laughs> and, no, it, it, they, and they, then they, also Rage because we have it so why not yeah so yeah there's like a Rage HD and then Doom uh, Doom Resurrection which is like a weird Doom 3 it's alright so the crazy thing is, is I have uh, Doom RPG 2, Rage HD, and Doom Resurrection, which is actually based on Doom 3, for the iPad. And what's ridiculous is I bought these, like, a y- two years ago, maybe? And I was able to, weirdly enough, like, go onto the iPad store, like, o- old iPad, you know, pre-iOS uh, 8, right? Or whatever that is. Was the, 8 was the big cutoff, but... Well, 8 was, like, the first big one. Okay, well... And then 12 was the yeah, other tw- one. Okay, yeah, 12, okay, yeah. Um... Or it was 2012. I don't remember. Yeah, shoot. We should know that because we put it in videos before. I should have it memorized, but I super yeah. don't. I just, so, as soon um, as a video comes out, I forget everything about that video. Somehow I was able to like find uh, not the Bethesda, but the id software store page on my old iPad. And I found a game that was listed that I think should have been unlisted, but it wasn't. And I clicked on the game and then I was able to click on id software and go to like the id software page. And there I saw like... Yeah, like Doom 2 RPG, but not Doom 1 RPG. Um, and then a couple of... There's a weird Rage game, this weird Doom 3 uh, uh, shooter. And I downloaded them all for like, you know, a nickel a couple of years ago. I don't know if they're still around, but then I did the same thing. Um, I also got Wolfenstein 3D. Yeah, that's right. I also got like a their weird Wolfenstein 3 So maybe we'll also toss in Wolfenstein 3D. Uh, we also or, do have like the recent Bethesda doom games we do for iphone yeah which but aren't, we, we, we've we, already covered we, them, we've so. already covered them and i don't want to talk about them again yeah, really they, i guess they don't really fit into that delisted bubble no but i was also do, able to do the same thing with like devil may cry 4 
And <laughs> it was, it's, I, I'm not sure if a lot of these things are gone now, but a couple of years ago before I'd actually started doing delisted, uh, kind of occurred to me that there's still old games that are kind of in, in the same way that like a YouTube video is unlisted, uh, which just means if you have the URL or if you can find a backdoor way to get in there, it's still available for you to watch. It's just not searchable. It's removed from you know search uh, queries as opposed to being private or just taken down completely. A lot of games for a time were just in that unlisted kind of limbo. And I was able to kind of backdoor find them. So I'm excited because this is the this is the poll that is currently winning is the delisted uh, Doom uh, uh, iPad games. I actually own these. I I am extremely grateful uh, for all the people that have lent us their hardware, their iPhones, their iPods, their iPod Classics, their iPads, and you know we've had the ability to do these extra delisted videos with all this extra hardware that I didn't have. This is a video that I can do. <laughs> it's just kind of nice. To, hey, I appreciate the help, but I got it. And don't worry. But about you know, it. honestly, so we have that list of games, but I I'm gonna see if we can add a couple more to it potentially. Just yeah, I'm not really sure what's well, out there. Well, I know that uh, Carmack did in like an iOS port for Doom, like right before he left the yeah. company. That is supposed to be pretty decent. And then um, I believe that's the one that had controller support. Yeah. I, like I said, I forget. We did that video. I've forgotten literally like everything. A 20, 2018 <laughs> Doom video. Oh my god! But yeah, there's the. It's like Doom RPG two. I don't know if Doom RPG one actually ever came out on on like iPad. It probably did, but Doom RPG one was like a flip phone game. I think that might have been like a Brew or a Java game. And um, it's 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 fun fact about Doom RPG. Well, first off, Doom RPG solid, really really good. It, it, no, it's it's turn based in the same way of like um, uh, like I the Beholder. Um, it, 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 you don't go into random battles like that, but it's like you move on a grid and everybody else moves. And it's like turn based like that, and you pick up items and you. And there's a lot of story and loot and stuff like that. Based on that engine, Carmack and I believe his wife made an original game called Orcs versus Elves, and I think that is technically id Software's newest IP. Because they made it for the <laughs> DS. They just took that engine, made an original game, threw it on the DS, and it has rumble support. Uh, and I actually managed to scoop that up uh, uh, several years ago. So we could also, like, it's not really in the spirit of delisted, but that's just too crazy of a of a factoid not to toss in there. Yeah. So, so um, weird. Oh, this is funny. I just found an article online that came out in 2014, which is, id software closes their mobile division mm -hmm. to focus on doom 4 <laughs> so that's well in fun. 2014 actually it might have been wait well, well 2014 it. was probably when they decided to to ditch doom 4 and start fresh again i believe that was sure. when it was when it, was it might have been 2012 oh i already clicked off of it and i cannot find it again i forget the timeline of that but like yeah they had doom 4 nearly finished or far 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 along and they were like this sucks. <laughs> Is it orcs and elves, not orcs versus elves? Oh, shoot. Now I'm getting called out. Way to go, Derek. Uh oh. Well, anyway, so that's something we don't know anything about. We well, probably but, shouldn't have even mentioned, but, but we will. Oh, this is I'm just this is why I'm excited. Orcs and elves, not versus. My bad. They, they're they're getting so, along together. It's pretty cool. And then uh, the other video that is in second place right now is kind of weirdly sort of a remake of a video you made like 12 years ago something like that yeah 
<laughs> which is um, basically Derek's favorite and least favorite ports of Doom, mm-hmm. which is the PlayStation Custom Edition versus and Final Doom. Yeah, but both for the PlayStation 1. For the PlayStation 1. And actually, Final Doom, I've never uh, talked about specifically. We, we, we I brought it up, I think, in the... Um, was the PlayStation mouse video? Yeah, the PS PS One mouse because actually Final Doom on PS One has a lot of mouse support, but Doom as Doom, the Ultimate Doom on PS One doesn't, uh, and Final Doom on PS One sucks. Uh, it, it's 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 for the record mostly comprised of maps from the master levels of of Doom Two, which was a a, a separate expansion for Doom Two, uh, and it also just like kind of. I think a lot of the levels are like bigger and more uh, complicated and the game just runs a lot worse. However, it is still like has the cool lighting mm-hmm. and the really awesome Aubrey Hodges uh, soundtrack. So it's like not. It's still doom. It's still doom. And it's still, still like good. it's still doom. And it's more of like that PlayStation one style of doom, which really is a half step towards like doom 64, where they kind of went full on horror, really. Uh, so that's like, yeah, I, I, I want to talk about those again. The, those, those old, that old, I think that old video I mentioned something about like, oh yeah, it's available on Xbox 360. It'll be the last time you ever want to buy Doom. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that video has existed in a time before. Like, I, I feel like at, oh, right leading up to Doom 16, or maybe shortly after Doom 2016 came out. You mean Doom 4? Well, Doom. The, the, I know, I know. I just think it's funny that I was like, oh yeah, that is kind of doom 4 that's so weird yeah but anyway sorry um well that well no it's not doom 4. Derek, i had a matcha latte today because so doom 64 i'm wild now can- doom 64 is canonically the third doom race so you can't just call it doom 4 because it makes because then- doom 3 is doom 4 no doom 3 takes place in an it's like alternate, alternate universe right? <laughs> also in the the greater who doom who fucking cares multiverse <laughs> it's doom uh, the extended doom multiverse. this like idea that like Okay, Doom has always rocked. Doom has always been awesome. Yeah. But I feel like this general acceptance that like, yeah, Doom's awesome and it's great and everyone still plays it. I feel like that is only within the last like four to six years. Like since Doom 16 came out. And you know, when I first made those videos about Doom and Doom 64, like, like 10, literally in 10, 12 years ago. Yeah. And that wasn't 2008. I think it was 2010, maybe 20, okay. 2011. It was a bit ago. It was a while ago. Uh, at least in the console retro gaming space perhaps the pc space has always been down with doom i wouldn't know but back in the day when there's much more of a schism there when it was much more of a separation between the communities the retro gaming youtube space ain't no one talking about doom people knew it people liked it but like there was not this big uh just general agreed upon that like yo there's pong pac-man pokemon doom minecraft you know like it, it, it's people just talk about it, it's like it's this eternal game as well it should be it deserve, like one of the greats. It deserves that legacy, but mm-hmm. I don't feel like it really had that way back then. Yeah. And I only bring that up because like those old videos are kind of hilarious because <laughs> the tone of them is just so weird. Are like, they like just really defensive? It's sort of like I hey, actually haven't watched or them talking really about. I feel like they kind of have this like, yeah, Doom is great. Everyone forgets about Doom. It's like you think like who? no one forgets about Doom. Everyone talks about Doom all the time. Is it kind of like watching your old Earthbound video? <laughs> it's like watching all those old videos. <laughs> Uh, it's a different time so different somebody time. recently commented as so you know the zebo videos out so a whole bunch of comments for the zebo video but i was kind of just just kind of scrolling through them because i really well i do read the comments when like the video's new just to kind of get a general temperature and i think somebody had left a comment on like the splatterhouse video or one of my really 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 old videos and they're like yeah this video is old and rough but 
it's it's just a different time. It's so of its time and it's pure. And I'm like, okay, I can I can I can accept that. I think it is it was, so fun to actually to stumble onto older YouTube and just see videos from like 2008. I, I love doing that. I, I've actually, talked about that before, haven't I? I think we have, oh, but I, I, love it. I wanted to add to that recently. We watched the YouTube video for Crank That Soldier Boy. And inside of the video, there is vi- like a screen capture of what YouTube looks yeah. like when that video. And it, the UI just looks so crazy. So it's, bad. It's so funny. Like it's to the point where anytime we reference old YouTube from now on, I'm just putting that on mm-hmm. screen. Like that I, is, I do have old screen. It's caps just and really stuff, good footage. But yeah, it's it, oh man, I remember when Soldier Boy when Crank That was like top ten most viewed video of all time, and then like. <laughs> Also, the 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 tutorial on how to do the crank that dance was like right below it. Like crank that had like a hundred million views, and the tutorial had like ninety million views. You know, uh, there was a hot minute where Soldier Boy was like the biggest thing in entertainment, <laughs> and he well, stayed well, relevant he's, though. He's you the know biggest what? thing in retro gaming consoles. So. Yeah. <laughs> and NFTs. also, you know what? Does you know Soldier what? Boy have an NFT yet? He's got to have an he NFT. Probably right? does. I know. Oh, you know what? You know what? He, you know what? Soldier Boy's got. I, I just depend on um, Shane from Rerez for all Soldier Boy related news. <laughs> last, <laughs> so time, last time, last time, last time I saw Shane uh, was like <laughs> one of the whenever the last time I went to a goddamn uh, game conference. Uh, I was like, so how's Soldier Boy? Because <laughs> I think at that time he had just done like two, three videos. Yeah, on like that he's. And- Basically, for me, the definitive source of yeah, all well, he, Boy he was content. putting those videos out. It was printing money, so they're it's doing like, great. Oh yeah. yeah, that's I mean, no, absolutely, yeah, no shade to him. It was a, uh, but I think all of us have that moment where it's like, oh, we did a thing, it's a big hit. I guess we're a, you know, <laughs> I guess we're a Microsoft. Like we do Microsoft documentaries now. It's, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I guess we're covering Nintendo peripherals now. <laughs> <laughs> Which you know is is a good feeling. I mean, it's not bad. There's definitely a point where it's like, oh, I guess I'm doing punching weights for the rest of my life, <laughs> but that's not so bad. Uh, yeah. So then, so those oh, are the I, two. Those are the two Doom videos. The other one, the that are in pretty distant, third and distant, fourth, yeah, is um, a video about the Doom Three Xbox ports, which there's technically two. Yeah, I mean, there's just there's the, there's the two. There's the Doom Three and then the Doom Three Expansion Pack, Resurrection of Evil. Those which both got Xbox themselves ports. have interesting ports of Doom. One in, and yes. Doom Two. Well, we talked about that in so much. We talked about those ports in so much of, as as that, but we haven't actually talked about uh, the actual Doom Three campaign. Um, and that that will be what we discuss. Well, However, it, yeah, it looks like that's you know that's that's perhaps pretty distant w- third. So I, I'm not sure when we would get to that. And then the last one was um, like the switch ports of Doom. 2016 and Doom Eternal. Yes. Sorry, my brain just broke for a second. Sorry. <laughs> Doom 4 and Doom 5. <laughs> oh, man. Doom 3 and, never and Doom 4. I've never heard Doom Eternal as Doom 5. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm sure somebody has, but I'm, they, they've probably been thrown in a well. Yeah. Doom, Doom 5. I think Doom Eternal came out on Switch. It did, it, yes. Yeah. It was it was a digital only and it came out uh, way later. Oh, it came out. Oh, my God. It came out like December 2020, and it was like we actually got a download code. They hooked us up, but, but we were. It was when the Doom. We were moving. Oh, we were in the middle of a thing that we were trying to wrap up a couple. But wasn't of big this projects. also when the Doom 
64 came out? No, that Doom 64 came out with the rest of Doom Eternal earlier in 2020. Okay. But the Switch port... But what about the Doom... Yeah, the, the, the Switch port... Anyway. So, yeah, the Switch port needed like 10 months Like, to like I cooking. said, I immediately forgot everything as soon as the video was out. So I, I have no I'm idea. I'm so worried that one of these days... like, I mean, people <laughs> probably ask, uh, but... If you bring up certain like videos to us and you just kind of mention certain facts and if i'm like huh <laughs> i'm sorry because because like it is like i try to retain as much as i can but there are some details that like videos out i'm on to the next one and that information is gone yeah whenever so, if we like probably for these doom videos i'm definitely gonna have to like go and reread the scripts for luckily we keep all of our scripts archived so i can just yeah, yeah. control f doom or whatever yes yeah and just see what, what the fuck do we and we have all the all the research and stuff that we have and outlines and whatnot we do sometimes have to do that to be like oh we didn't we talk about this hold on we gotta yeah hold on pull up the e-reader video the one I, yeah the one <laughs> most recently i had to do that for was the 64 dd camera because it's like i remembered we had talked about it in something else and it was like it's like this weird yeah 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 can barely remember things but um other patreon related news is the uh there was a poll about behind the scenes content for the zebo video and unfortunately it wasn't behind the scenes content it wasn't where they want like early cuts yeah and so yeah we i have not forgotten it's just that the zebo video like just came out so we haven't i haven't really done it up we put it up on youtube friday we were doing last minute vo changes thursday yeah and um, getting the the subtitles and getting things translated and yeah. just making we, sure we put it up on patreon we had a <laughs> I think handful I was of up people like three in the morning doing the thumbnail uh you might i i think when we finally hit export <laughs> around midnight i was like i'm going to bed yeah <laughs> but yeah we, we oh yeah and actually well, i want to take a step back and, okay. and i know you have a we'll get we'll get to your point sorry guys but okay. i just want to say that we did post a video up on patreon and we had a handful of people point some stuff out um like jokes that we missed or uh we were using footage from a channel we, we we changed little tiny things that like honestly you probably didn't notice but we did get like three or four little notes and because we are no longer uh just beholden to this end of the month crushing deadline we had the time to think about it look it over tighten it up and then uh so yeah there is a slight you're right so there I, it I, is a different cut than uh, that is on youtube than is on i think yeah i think um, the youtube patreon cut, yeah the patreon cuts because like the, the biggest change shorter. is it has yeah like a, it's not much it's a very little that was added for um the song <laughs> yeah that's in that was in the commercials for the zebo yeah someone mentioned we should probably include that that was a funny exchange can i tell that story i sure. thought i just thought it was really funny so somebody in the in, in patreon uh I'm sorry, I don't, I don't, you know who you are, but they, they left a comment. They're like, oh, how come you didn't talk about the, pay, the, the Zebo song? And I was like, you mean there's like the, the song that plays in the menu? We made a joke about like, it sounds like a, you know, a work safety DVD orientation menu, right? And they're like, no, no, it was like it was in the commercials, really catchy song. And I was like, oh, the song that sounds like it's ripping off Tricky by Run DMC. It, uh, and I actually, when I downloaded that, that, that commercial, Way back when we were just trying to find any any video we can uh, on just that we can use for archive footage and you know cutaway B roll stuff, I named it like the tricky ripoff commercial. <laughs> I saw I, I changed the title, um, and they were like, and I, I so I said like, oh, you mean the tricky ripoff song? And they're like, oh my god, you're right. I didn't even realize that. So I was like, okay, well, I listened to it and I listened to the Run DMC song to give myself you know 
reacclimated with it. And then I just, yeah, I had a fun time rapping over the Zebo song to with one run DMC lyrics. Uh, <laughs> and so I appreciate that little exchange. So that was one. The other thing that we wanted to add to the video, but we couldn't. So it'll probably make its way into the punching weight, um, which when that script is finalized. But there was also another commercial for the Zebo that Zebo Inc. literally they had to censor. Yes. Because there's a part in the video, in the commercial, where there's these two kids playing on the couch and you it's unclear what they're playing. You could only see them holding controllers and just like moving around. Yeah, it, and then one of one of the kids who was either holding the he, boomerang controller or a Wiimote in a Zebo commercial. If he's holding the if he's holding the Zebo boomerang, he's holding it wrong. But yeah, so <laughs> whatever is happening, it's wrong. And he's he says to the other kid, Wow, the graphics on the Zebo suck. And then the kid responds. Like, basically, shut the fuck up. You play a Wii, loser. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Basically, that's not exactly what it says. But if but our, our if, translator told us, like... it was, It's, like, about that. Like, it, there's cursing, and there's Wii mentioned by name <laughs> in and actually, the commercial. We went back and listened to it, and I think I can hear where he says Wii. Yeah. Um, but, like, for example... And, and that commercial appears in the video, but we don't play the sound. We don't have subtitles on it would take too long to explain yeah, all that and that that it literally just came down to all right we have two things we want to add one of them is only going to be like 20 seconds and it's not gonna be hard to edit the other one might require like two sentences and so also that's like the and, that's and, not and then where the in. hell would we, we we put it exactly yeah. and make it feel like it's kind of seamless hopefully you know when the the tricky joke it it's do, just, it, 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 it I, I try to put it in a place where I think it flows pretty well. I thought it flowed pretty well. You wouldn't even notice that it was it popped in there. But wait, what did they change the censorship to? How did they? Literally, it's just like something like, "Wow, this is great," and then that's it. Oh. <laughs> like, they, like they wait, cut it down. <laughs> this is awesome. You're sure all right. Yeah, like, it is such a bad. That's what what you get when you play a Zebo. Yeah, or something like they literally like ADR a strange announcer's voice on top of it. Like <laughs> suddenly the, the the kid goes through puberty all of a sudden. <laughs> this is a fantastic device. <laughs> it's yeah, and so that I'm I'm that has to make it into the punching weight somehow, and I yeah that'll be fun. But yeah, just like little little stuff like that. Um, like that's literally, I think the the only thing that got changed besides some footage got swapped around. Yeah, and I I, I recorded something else. I think there's like I think it was just a line that I never liked, and so I was like, okay, oh, there was a line I didn't like, so I redid it just because I was doing it. Just you know, we were re- I was I had the mic set up anyway, I might as well do it. And then so I'm watching the final edit to make sure everything because whenever you move stuff in a timeline and put stuff in there. Very it's Murphy's Law. They just might, yeah, so I just wrong. double check it, make sure it's good. Uh, but I didn't do that until after I had exported. <laughs> I didn't catch, and somebody somebody mentioned it in the in the Patreon, and I forgot that they I even they mentioned the Patreon, and I responded back to them and forgot about it. But at one point, I said a G a a a G three enabled mm-hmm. instead of a three G enabled console. Three G is a as a service. G3 is like an Apple product. No, it's an airplane, right? Like a G6. Yeah, it's like, it's like half of a G6. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like 3-3. Like three, three, so fly they like a, a G3. They take a G6. They do a cross section. Yeah. You get one, I get one. And then um, when our souls, our hearts combine and we find true love, they they become a G6. They go yeah. together. And, uh, and, and, and Drake says, wow, now I know. I'm so grateful that that was literally the only mistake that was made in any video we've ever made ever. Yeah, but also 
<laughs> I so I noticed it too late, so I just put words in the screen. <laughs> uh, and no one uh, said anything. I don't think they have yet. It's yeah, fine. it's <clears throat> it's fine. It's whatever. So, um, but anyway, I'm gonna make a post that'll detail some of the stuff, and it will also have um those extra cuts. And unfortunately, I people also were asking if there were any bloopers or behind the scenes stuff. That's not we usually don't have like bloopers that I, I think are funny or stuff like that, because usually by the time we shoot, we have things like really ironed out mm-hmm. and we, we know what we're doing. And it's all business all the time, baby. No all, fun's happening. Well, also, so, well, let me finish. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. So I did film a couple things while Derek was editing just that I thought were cute mm-hmm. or whatever. So we, we I have a little couple of little little doodads nothing too crazy but that so that should come up probably on wednesday yeah and i think really i I just wanted to post the the you know the early cut because i felt bad that we hadn't put anything up in like two months um and then everyone's like no it's fine don't worry about it so i guess for for me at least doing the poll was trying to get you know a temperature in the room about um hey you guys mad that we haven't put anything up in a while and I kind of got the sense of like, not really. Well, because everybody was like, nah, I'll wait till the finished one. I'm good. Yeah. But I know there are still some people who would think it'd be fun to look at. So yeah, we'll do that. Why not? And, you know, again, having less of a, of a strict deadline and more time to kind of uh, iron these things out and make sure they're, they're, they're good. We got more time for kind of more fun behind the scenes stuff. I don't know if we'll, we can't really commit that we'll be doing them all the time, but having we now have more hours in the day more hours in in the month so to think about things like that yeah so yeah why not um and that was so yeah i think that's all of the patreon related news derek do you want to do some questions i would love to do questions got we got a few questions we got a few silly questions that oh. i'm not sure we'll get all the way to yeah i feel like we've been having a lot of like heavy questions oh real questions <laughs> maybe we should just stick to the silly ones i mean i'm down um, for whatever Okay, well, let's start with a banger. This is from Dalton, and this is a Derek question, not a Grace question. Oh, wow. Favorite, what's your favorite Every Time I Die song and other bands you like in the genre? What are your thoughts on Dance Gavin Dance? Wow, I haven't thought of Dance Gavin Dance in a while. I have no opinion on Dance Gavin. I recall- Can you explain for people who don't know what you're talking about, what genre of music We're talking about like late 2000s, mid 2000s, kind of like, post-punk hardcore stuff you probably hear on a college radio station not like a normal radio station really because 2012 i mean that's like post when you worked at a where you were like the metal editor at a college radio station oh i like i stopped that in 2008 yeah so you were past that but mm-hmm. you're still kind of in it i was but i don't know. know that i ever was in the dance gavin dance okay but i've but every time i die is one group that i absolutely stuck with actually i stuck with them for a while and then i i kind of lost them for a little bit and then i kind of got back into them right before radical came out and they fucking broke up actually but you were telling me that they're the newest album they released before they broke up is your favorite it might be it might it's it's so hard to say that like you know really before you make any kind of like definitive list on any kind of body of work you should exclude like the first the the most recent like year or so right so you make sure that you have that time that you're you're being completely objective but yeah dude radical's so good um desperate pleasures is such a good song but honestly like uh post boredom might be their best song and those are both off of radical 
But my my personal favorite every time I die album is uh, Big Dirty, and I think um, what is it? Pigs is pigs. And what, what the name of that? Tracks two and three, back to back, are just fucking killer. But for my money, Big Dirty and New Junk Aesthetic, those were the two back to back like masterpieces. But it's difficult to really point at any every time I die album and be like, this is bad. Uh, Gutter Phenomenon has terrible um, production. I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, I I would say that a lot of the albums that machine was producing and engineering at the time were kind of weak. Um, we're getting way into the, the weeds here, but yeah, if anyone wants to ask me what my favorite Doja cat albums are, you're welcome for I'll, the next and, podcast and for you. All of them, right? <laughs> yeah. They're all good. Yeah. No, Doja, and also <laughs> I don't hey, have a lot to say about it. They're well, just all good. Sp- I, I, I can switch gears here. Doja cat fucking rules. I, I cannot believe the Derek bit- listens to so much girl pop the like bitch i'm a cow girl yeah i can't believe she became one of the biggest pop stars in the world yeah just totally transcend that song was great and it was funny um but like a year or two after that like say so came out and and you know that album was great and then the next album came out planet her also great uh yeah yeah real good stuff all right so this one is from um ooh Sudakis, Sudakis, and there one. This is a really fun one because it's something we actually talk about a lot internally. What makes a game 2D or 3D? Many people are calling the new Kirby game the first 3D one, though they've had mostly 3D Kirby games since Crystal Shards. Is Kirby Tilt and Tumble Tumble 3D? Because you can move in three axes. What about the 3D movement in the map screens, like in Star Allies or 3DS games? What is a 3D game? <laughs> Where is the line? It's about movement, I think, right? I mean, for us, there is no line. Yeah. Like, I, and this is something we've talked about because we've done a lot of like 3D Game Boy Advance games and yep. stuff like that. Yep. And a lot of, to be able to be in one of those videos, you basically have to have one element that is 3D. So you might be on a 2D plane, but your model is 3D. Like for oh, your character. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, like that for us, that counts. Like I would, it's like technically, you know, Doom isn't 3D because everything is in a lot, so many two-dimensional sprites. Yeah. Like Quake is full 3D. Like, but no, but Doom but like, still is 3D. Like our, our um, basically our like litmus test for does this game, te- can this game be in a 3D video? Yeah. Is basically, basically, is there any element that is remotely 3D? Exactly. I mean, it's, <laughs> like the Toy Story care. game. We've done. Yeah, the Toy Story. Uh, Pixar, uh, Game Boy Color. I think, no, I think it was just Toy Story. Is it Toy know, Racer? Yeah. Some, but it was, it was, it's, that's like not even, that's hardly even a, a game. You, you are just basically interacting with a pre-rendered background exactly you're playing sewer shark you know yeah um but that it, it still looks fucking, cool i don't care it yeah. looks cool to be honest i don't care it's so it's like yeah it's like technically you know yeah quake is full 3d and doom is not i don't to me uh i think what people are saying about it to me it is weird to look at the new kirby game and say like well you know kirby 64 was 3d it's like yeah but it's you moved on a 2d plane mm-hmm. i think that's a big distinction um, you you got to be really nerdy to be having this conversation yeah, though, I, at all. Like, is it a three D? <laughs> like, where is the line? Yeah, it's, I, I you know, yeah, it's I, it's where it's wherever you personally draw yeah, the line. If it's if it has yeah, the x axis, the y axis, and the z axis, you know. So the yeah, tilt and tumble because you can jump up like that. Yeah, sure. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Let's just have fun. How about we just talk about tilt and tumble and how it's like kind of not that great. <laughs> so we're all like kind of a how about good idea about playing it, it yeah. on a GameCube though. That's the best way to play. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I actually pulled my shoulder out plant doing that. Oh, I no. That. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, this is from 
Blake, do you guys play any RPGs? And if so, what are your favorites? I hated RPGs till I was 20 and then I grew up and realized I was stupid. I don't know. You're not that stupid, Blake. RPGs are a lot sometimes. Yeah, yeah. They're kind of a... Uh, well, I mean, it's like old school. Here's the thing about this Elden Ring. Okay. And I, and I, I heard somebody make this point and I totally agree with it. Elden Ring is just like uh, a real-time actions version of like that original Dragon Warrior stuff. Mm-hmm. Because like in, I can see that, yeah. and I, I like those old RPGs where it's like, oh yeah, in, in Dragon Warrior you can absolutely go anywhere. You can go all the way, well, not completely to the end of the game, but you can you can start the game and go in that cave and go hang out, you know, where you're going to build a bridge later. But you, you're level one, you you won't make it. You'll get stomped because mm-hmm. the monsters are too strong. So it's sort of like a subtle uh, uh, way to like kind of gate progression. And Elden Ring totally does that in, well, in a way. Isn't it an RPG for something to be an RPG? It basically has. Oh god, to... here we go. Now this is like the three D. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone, add forty five minutes to the podcast <laughs> runtime. Um, for it to be an RPG, it just all it needs to have is stats that you that you can choose which stat to level up. But also, there's the basically. aspect like of, that's it, right? But all, like, but shouldn't actions and like things like attack and movement have like a, a die roll attached to them. So like, you know, in, in Dark Souls or Elden Ring, if I if my sword comes into contact with an enemy, I will always hit it, right? But if we're really talking like D&D rules, it'd be like, okay, I hit it. Oh, but I rolled a one and missed. But like in right? the earlier Fallout games, where it was yeah, literally stuff like, just that. like 90. <sighs> but then it's so like... So there has to be RNGesus. Well, here's the so thing. You're, you're, an, you're not an atheist when it comes to... <laughs> Here's here's really the the this. I'm RPG agnostic. I'm gonna pull back from this argument. And I don't be think like, you need dice. I don't think it's a hard rule if it is or is not 3D. If it is or is not RPG, I think that it's like you know, hey, this world's not black and white. This world's shades of gray, baby. You know, fun. It's all it's all in the middle, right? It's well, all that gushy middle stuff. I I super remember having a conversation with my mom explaining to her why Kingdom Hearts is really cool, <laughs> and. <laughs> I remember specifically Your poor mother. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I remember specifically explaining to her because I had heard this in a commercial that um Kingdom Hearts is cool because it's an RPG. And I knew nothing about games, but I knew enough to knew- know that if it's an RPG, it's pretty dang cool and it's a legit game. Okay. Not like a a puzzle game or something. All right. I don't even know. I guess those conversations are fun in like a scientific you know, uh, yeah. philosophic way, but I mean, like, I guess it's the same as like film genre. Cause like once you start to really examine film genre, it completely collapses oh, in dude. on itself. <laughs> like to kind of go back to, uh, you know, the rock music we were talking about earlier. One thing that I, I used to listen to a lot of loud rock and heavy rock and extreme stuff, but I, uh, always hated the online forum discussion about like, well, is it grind? Is it post grind core? Is it more death or is it black metal? Um, you know, it's like, is it is it scene or is it emo? Is it punk or is it post punk? Is it post? It's like, wh- shut up! It's like, just it's got li- a good beat. And you can dance. Just to listen it. to them. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, it's metal, but like, he doesn't really have a growly scream. Scream. So it's like, it's more like a traditional metal. It's like, I, I it's almost like it. So the felt- the virgin, uh, video game player, Kirby is it in three D? The Chad video game player. Kirby's an, a 3D RPG because you can play it in real life. Yeah. No, the chat is <laughs> like whatever you want. Chat is like sweet and new Kirby game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for real, for real. I can I can eat a car and drive a car with Kirby. Hell yeah. Oh wow, this is funny. From 
Anton. Derek, you actually got me into Fall of Troy and Two Tongues from your videos. Oh, thank you. Man, that... I'm so sorry. That Two Tongues joke (laughs) in the... God, was it the... Chippendale Rescue Rangers? It was like such a... I I watched that again. I was like, oh, God, such a cringe. (laughs) But yeah, no. Say Anything's uh, first few albums were amazing. Um, So here's... So on, on the... Oh, I guess the original question was, do you guys play RPGs? And oh. I guess I play RPGs, but I don't really play JRPGs because I they there's some sort of like time investment threshold that happens where I find it very difficult to finish JRPGs. And I don't mean that in the sense that I'm not willing to invest hours in them. No, I will put 120 hours into like Persona 5. And then when it's time to do the final mission, just emotionally, I can't do it. Yeah, you put so much time <laughs> into Persona 5 and you're just like, I'm done. Yeah, I don't need to do the end of it. I don't know why it's... I. It's not like I don't want them to end, but it, there are multiple... Like, I've di- I did that with Final Fantasy 7 mm. when I was like, you know, 13 or whatever. Sure. I did it Persona 5. I guess like... I finished Breath of the Wild, not Breath of the Wild, but um, Breath of Fire 3 or whatever I have completed. Uh, two, I think it was. Two. two. Yeah. Like, so any Game Boy Advance RPGs, I would yeah, easily you, finish. You really like uh, strategy RPGs. I do. And th- those are just a little bit easier. I don't know. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's if it went, but when it's those really long, like home console RPGs, yeah, I can't really finish them. It, it is difficult to commit. Yeah. Um, I used to play a lot of RPGs. Uh, I tried to get back into uh, to Mother One, Earthbound Beginnings, mm-hmm. um, and God, that, I I just need to like kind of force myself to play that game because I just don't think it's very good. But I want to. I appreciate the style of that. I love us. I love the style of the Earthbound games. Um, and uh, I kind of earlier this year was like, I'm gonna play through the Earthbound trilogy because I haven't. Ne- I've never beat one or three. And it's been a while since I've actually beaten two. You know, Mother 2 Earthbound. Yeah. Uh, and then I just jumped into Mother 1 and I got to Magic Hand after a couple hours. And I was like, this is just too slow. Even with the Easy Ring. I tried playing with the Easy Ring and it's just like... I guess you could play it on the Switch. Well, no, I can't do the Easy Ring, though. If I, play, oh. I was playing the GBA because the game is... Mother 1 is already a pretty dry and bland experience. Um, There's so much grinding and so much random battles. Uh, with the easy ring, you, I think you get fewer enemy encounters, and they drop way more. Uh, well, just get the easy ring on the Switch version. What's the problem? Oh, because it's that's a mod. Oh, a okay. Yeah, sorry, that, I wasn't really. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, my brain turned off for yeah, a second. No, that that is that was that was not in the original game. Okay, I got. I'm gonna try a speed speed run through a couple of these questions. So this one is from R- Rabatine. Anything you're passionate about that you never really get to talk about on the channel because uh, your channels, you are sort of a video game channel. <laughs> so like books, movies, TV shows, or like architecture, <laughs> like anything. I mean, not music, probably. I, I think uh, when I was thinking about doing, uh, I, I at the time I started doing YouTube, I was actually a college DJ and also a guitarist and trying to be in a band and stuff like that. And so I think that there is an alternate universe where I, uh, started doing YouTube music reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, Which, thank goodness you didn't, because that's a really difficult racket. Yeah. Just because of the content ID stuff. It wasn't so bad one. I mean, this was... It's I would, a lot better I now. I would have started it in like 2007, like I did with, uh, you know, Happy Video Game Nerd. Um, but and I and actually, uh, it, after a couple of years of HVGN, I was I started to kind of expand and do other things, like the Is It Really That Bad's and the Game Quickies and stuff. I did think about doing a 
spinoff music review show. Um, but I just didn't have the time. The thing that I've thought about doing is I, I really am interested in just um, products that I guess fail or have a really interesting story behind them or are just, just weird. Yeah. So I guess like something we've kind of thought about on the channel, like could we make a video about the Zune? <laughs> like that's mm-hmm. kind of technology focused. So we could, and I think we ended up deciding not to. There's like, honestly, there's so much about video games we can talk about. Yeah. Oh, you, you were, I, you were kind of talking to me about this and you told me about purple ketchup. Yeah. But and, that's one I, I'm, I've considered making my own channel in the past yeah. for this, but I don't, real i don't want to say too much about it but yeah like that was one of the products i'd want to talk about because i have this very vivid memory of going to the grocery store and begging pleading with my mom to buy me purple and green ketchup Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. which was just ketchup tasted the same but it was just colored differently it was just like the ultimate culmination of like the late 90s's <laughs> gross out marketing yeah you know like that and stimpy and gack and that kind yes, of yes it really is like the end of that like that in fact that might have been the thing that killed actually because i think about it like <laughs> do you that, want booger ketchup yeah like that was like my, jelly like the harry potter jelly beans that taste that like was, but that was but that was attached to harry potter sure at a very specific like fun in that you you give it to your friends and they go oh thanks oh and you watch them go ah, you know um, our our age difference is such that I feel like the Nickelodeon Ren and Stimpy uh, style of like gross out that was a very that was like my my childhood yeah and your childhood I was probably a little bit too young but it's like shocking to me that like yeah they were still trying that stuff at, 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 when you were a kid well they really I, I mean there's the some like childhood things that are always going to be popular like there's a reason why there's a fart joke in every single yeah like um vampire mansion movie what are those called hotel Transylvania. hotel transylvania yeah <laughs> or like the despicable me movies you mm-hmm. know like they're i mean that, that know, sort I've, of stuff I've, is I've, always I've gonna be funny only one of each of those movies i couldn't tell you <laughs> about their extended there's a, fart, there's a fart part in like every pixar movie you know in a pixar movie yeah gotta be i don't think hmm i do not believe that i can't remember oh yeah because in the beginning of up she can't give birth because she farts too much and then she dies <laughs> right i remember that scene yeah if only she had gas sex yeah that, actually that, that's why thing. they didn't adopt it grace well Derek, she couldn't give ki- she couldn't have kids and they couldn't adopt because she farted too much how, how do you that's think that's why they, they wanted to go to south america to where there was out in the, the wilderness they could fart Derek, how do you content. think they got those balloons to float float exactly it was just it was just him staying up all night <laughs> farting um so that's, you know, the working title up was Hot Air Rises, right? Uh, let me see. Oh, this one's from Megabyte. What was one of your favorite trips taken in pursuit of a strange game or peripheral? Uh, like, so if we ever, I don't know if we've ever really taken a trip <sighs> for something. I will say that. Um, Usually it's like whatever's there. Like we show up and sometimes there's a cool thing. I don't know if this is really the right answer but uh so a long long time ago actually somebody donated to us a sega cd um and at the time we were living in an apartment where uh the closest um like the the closest post office was actually like a bus ride away maybe even two bus no yeah it was actually two bus rides away and so i remember um i i bust down there and i got this 
they gave me a Sega CD and a Sega Genesis. It was this gigantic box. And I think I missed the bus and I ended up walking. I think I walked most of the way home. It was back in like 2015, 2016, uh, through the busy streets of Seattle. I know it's the late night streets of, of, of Northern Seattle here. Um, with this gigantic box, I walked home and, and carried it home. And I recall being very tired by the time I got there. Yeah, that, that I mean, that's not something that we do that often. I feel like the only thing I can think of is one time we went to the computer museum in Seattle, specifically because I wanted to get footage of certain like old timey computers <laughs> that have games on them and stuff. Is it called the Living Computer Museum or yeah, something yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah, we've gone there before because they it's really fun. If you're in Seattle, it's worth going. I'm actually not sure if they've had any COVID-related shutdowns or anything, but mm-hmm. you basically can go in there and then just there's these little living rooms kind of that they have set up as if they were from the 70s or the yeah. 80s. And so like there's literally the one that has a Atari, like the original Atari. I remember you can go in there and there's just like that gross orange carpet yeah, shag carpeting yeah you know exactly what i'm talking about it's just like all big over ass the place you're like tv Whoa. with rabbit ears and stuff there's just like little like macrame just everywhere and you're like it's just it's just like your eye like i start feeling like dusty and my yeah. eyes hurt as soon as i'm in there you know, i don't know if it really counts but we did a video where um we contacted ed freeze who was oh, one, of the, one of the guys who helped launch xbox and uh, he was just like, yeah, come to my garage. Come to my house. Uh, and also like Ed, like Ed Freeze, crazy. small detail before that, like helped make Excel. Um, and so uh, was kind of like an OG Xbox guy. Not like Bill Gates rich, very fucking well off. Um, that guy's doing all right. So we're like driving through a neighborhood and we just kind of like, oh, we'll take a right here. And it's like, oh, his house is just like all of the shoreline in this neighborhood goes up to the water and then stops and then his house is the rest of the water there. Yeah. And then we drove so, there and he had like a little arcade in his garage and we it like It was really really cool. It was oh yeah, I got to play like original Pong and Computer Wars or like this like extremely old uh, like uh arcade. War? Is that what it was Space Wars? I think so. Yeah, and we have we have footage of of that. We should like use it in I, other yeah. videos cuz we we did that cool like a uh, Halo 2800 port and uh I don't know, the video didn't do that great. <laughs> Oh, we still have that footage. We should use it for something. Um, okay, I think we have time for one more question. All right. Because uh, we are definitely over. But um, what are your... Pl- this is from Brandon. What are your plans for streaming? I always enjoyed your Twitch streams. and would love to see more. Oh, yeah. I want to... Uh, I think with the, the way video production is a little easier now, I'd love to get back into it. But I just kind of haven't had the time. I wanted to... I want to get, like, uh, uh, a better... Uh, I... I don't know if I just I, I don't like OBS or if our webcam kind of sucks and I want to get a new one um, and they're kind of diff- maybe they're a little more easier to get now but because of COVID and all the lockdown stuff it was like impossible to get uh, well you could get webcams but they were extremely expensive the market was ridiculous so um, yeah I want to I want to make the setup a little better I just haven't really had the time to do that well and- I I need you you're gonna have to live stream at some point in the next like couple of weeks because we're going to send the Zebo back yeah. and we need to have you have a documented world record Zebo speed run before we send it back. Mm-hmm. Well, I do. I, I, I don't know how submission works and all of that fine stuff, but I do have, I did stream resident evil four 
for the Zebo last year. Mm-hmm. And I did two any percent new game plus runs. Yeah. Uh, so I have two runs that I just need to submit. I don't know if like they'd be there'd be an issue with I don't have a timer on the screen, right? I don't have like a pedal that gets the time right. Yeah, you maybe know. we should look that up. Um I want but, you to do that and if nothing else, you could do it for something else. Sure, yeah, yeah. I guess. There, I actually uh, a few we, games we, we we, I become friends with uh, uh Punchy, who's a really cool streamer. Uh, and I got to know Punchy because they they stream Illbleed and D2 and like other cool horror games. I was like, this guy's great. Um, and uh, he reached out to me about the Zebo video. And I was like, oh, thanks, man. Oh, by the way, I got to get my, um, you know, I should get my time submitted. And he was like, they don't have Zebo submissions. Get out of here. And then he tweets back like 10 minutes later and he goes to speedrunning.org or whatever to the website. And there is a page for Resident Evil 4 Zebo, but there are no names on it. And I got, I got two runs. I can be the best and worst in the world <laughs> at this. Um, but also, we I need to have another stream of just... You might general, as well. Just, just general Zebo junk, yeah. man. Might as well, yeah. For sure. Because at this point, I've played all the games a, a decent amount. Some of them a lot. So, shit, why not? And probably the best way to keep up with that, if you don't want to miss it, is just to follow us on Twitter, or I guess you can go... We have, you know, Stop Skeletons. Wait. Twitch.tv slash stop skeletons from fighting is our Twitch URL. So you could just mm-hmm. follow or whatever. And then you'll, you should get a notification whenever we go live. Cause yeah. I'm, I'm sure whenever it happens, it's just going to be like, well, it's 6 PM <laughs> and we're live now. It's, yeah. it's not, it's I mean, probably just going to be a random thing. Like I always said during the streams is like, Hey, you know, we make the, the pre-produced content. We make the script. We make the videos. That's, that's, that is our job. That's uh, where the bills are paid. So, the streams are like fun extra bonuses, man. I, I love doing them, but yo, you gotta gotta eat your vegetables for the dessert, right? Yeah, they're uh, they're kind of just like a hobby, honestly. Yeah. Um. So we, unfortunately, it just doesn't make sense for us to take them seriously, like I know some people do. Um. Or like if a streamer, yeah. like has to. But we we just I mean, kind of do them for fun. Exactly. Well, real stream- does them for real fun streamers now, are like out there like playing, doing forty hour weeks. Of Elden of, Ring. Of just playing. Or, you know. You know, you're, you're ironing out the horse tech in Elden Ring. And, you know, I respect that hustle, but I cannot do that. The streaming for eight hours a day, five days, seven days a week. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a hustle that I, not for me. I just can't sit still for that long. Yeah. Also, I don't, I don't know if I could play a single game. I'm also not that interesting. Yeah. As a person. <laughs> I, I do wonder. I do worry. That Can you people... imagine talk? Der- Derek doesn't even talk to me for like eight hours straight. Can mm-hmm. you imagine? Yeah. Also, I, I can't bring Uncle Derek energy for that long. Yeah. I mean, even the even the shoots, after we do a shoot, I'm usually pretty tired mm-hmm. to go and get in that, you know, big energy space. Yeah, yeah. Wears me out a little bit. Yeah. Well, on that note, we are over for our podcast. We are mm-hmm. way over. But no, we're, so only we got about, our... we're only a little, little over. We're still at about an hour. We are? Yeah. Did we start that late? Yeah, we started kind of late. Well, okay. It, it's, it's still... Facts is facts. Mm-hmm. Gotta wrap it up. The recording is a, is an is an hour and fifteen minutes, but we always do a little bit of pre-show for the folks. All right. Well, okay. I'm sure. But, oh, well, still, fine. You, but still <laughs> okay. You're, fine. You're, we're not over. Your but sense we still of gotta timing, go. though. Your sense of time uh, is is because we, hour. We gotta wrap it up. Yeah. Wrap it up. So thank you everybody for um, listening live. If you're part of the Patreon. Um, also, thank you everyone for listening after the fact. Of course, we this is Stop Skeletons from podcasting. So um, episode you know, sixty three. I think I might have said that. Oh, wrong. we forgot I, to say that at the beginning. I think I was doing my dumb uh, Elden Ring bit, and I might have said the wrong 
number, but 63, man. Yeah. We're so close to 69. We're going to get we're, there. We're going to get there. going to get there. But uh, thank you so much for listening. You know, subscribe. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next video for us, I'm. We're gonna. We have a video that I'm hoping to send out to Sober Dwarf, Dwarf for editing on at the end of this week on the 11th. Yeah. I'm not. So it'll probably be around the end of the March, end of the March when that's ready. Um, we'll we'll see. We'll we'll keep you guys posted on the Patreon. The next podcast will be recorded on the 21st of March, which is according to my calendar. Oh, what does that say? Benito Juarez's birthday. Oh, cool. In Mexico. Not anywhere else, just in Mexico. <laughs> Shout out to Benito. Um, yeah, so that's fun. Oh, and it'll be the day after spring begins. So oh, yay. Boy. Oh man. I'm uh, so ready for spring. Don't even talk to me about that shit. Okay. Well, but I think, it I will think... be spring the next time we talk to each other. Yeah, so have a great rest of your have, night. Have a great rest of your winter. Yeah, have a great rest of your winter. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Good night. <laughs>